What's up, guys, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Diego Pineda, and as requested, I'm bringing you guys my Grammy reactions. So if you guys didn't know, um, on my Instagram story, I held a poll, and basically whoever won was going to pick this episode, and it was between this one and shouting out small artists. So don't worry, the people that voted for shout out small artists, I am working on that episode. I just wanted to record this one real quick. But um, that's a must follow if you just want to be in touch with the podcast or just see when I post. So with that being said, I'm just going to explain how this episode works. I'm going to go through all the awards and then say what I think about the artist who won, who was nominated, and who I think should have been nominated for the award. So it's just going to be a really quick episode. Well, not quick. It's going to be a pretty long episode since there's a lot of awards we got to get into. But it's just going to be really fun and really relaxing to listen to. So with that being said, let's start with probably the biggest award and the biggest letdown of the night to me, which was Record of the Year. Now, if you guys didn't know, Record of the Year really celebrates everything in a song. So vocals, productions, engineers, etc. While Song of the Year really celebrates songwriting more than anything. So we'll get into Song of the Year of the Year in a second, but um, the winner for this one was Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, which kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Not just because coming in, I was a huge Dua Lipa fan, but I also thought um, Don't Start Now was the better record. I mean, Billie is often known for her aesthetics, and even aesthetically and creatively, I think Don't Start Now was vastly better than um, everything I wanted with its retro and futuristic sounds just blended together. But I mean, besides that, I would have not been mad if Savage by Megan Thee Stallion made it. But we'll get into Megan later as she won tons of awards tonight. Up next, we got Album of the Year, which Folklore by Taylor Swift was the winner. And I'm not really mad. I mean, it's a fantastic record. While I would have been a bit happier if Woman in Music or Future Nostalgia won, I'm not necessarily angry. I will say the nominations were kind of doomed from the start. I mean, Circles wasn't nominated or After Hours, so I'm not sure why it wasn't nominated or those two weren't nominated. But even then, like, the Coldplay record was just, like, forgettable to me, and then the Black Puma record was nominated. So if you guys didn't know, the Black Puma record was a deluxe record that was submitted. The actual record came out before the deadline, so it was just kind of weird to see it on there. I don't know, but other nominations I would have liked to see up there is After Hours, like I said, and... Even though I'm not a big fan of the record, I could see why and I could see the appeal and just how big the record was. I think it deserved some sort of mention. And then Fetch the Bolt Cutters or Punisher would have been great choices to make the award. But again, I don't want to go on forever because this was one of the few correct choices out of the nominations. It just kind of sucks that they got the nominations so wrong for this section this year. Song of the Year, they gave it to I Can't Breathe by Her. No real complaints here. There is Song of the Year, which is songwriting, and this one was obvious choice and winner. So I'm not going to really get into this one, but following we have Best New Artist, which ended up going to Megan The Stallion. Now, I'm not mad because Megan was kind of everywhere this year, but it just kind of hurt that Phoebe didn't win. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Megan. Like, I'm not going to act like I don't get some enjoyment out of her, and maybe even more enjoyment out of her music than Phoebe sometimes, but I just love Phoebe so much. I mean, with all my heart, I do. And to see her win a Grammy would have been so huge for the Farbs, but if Phoebe won, I thought there would have been a ton of backlash against the Grammys. So it was just kind of the obvious choice, and I don't know if it would have been, like, I think it would have been cool to see them go against the grain, but they kind of do it all the time, so I'm not really that mad. Other than that, though, Doja Cat wouldn't have shocked me, and keep an eye on Chica, although I haven't listened to her latest project. She had quite the buzz coming off of um, the XXL cover, and she was one of my artists to watch for a while. So yeah, next topic is pop duo or pop group or group performance. So look out for the BTS stands on this one. 
they are ruthless, but not much to say about this. I mean, I think, what was it that one? Rain on Me? I think it was, I was, I'm like meh on it. I think Exile was the pick by Taylor Swift and Boney Bear, but I don't like many of the nominations to start, so I didn't really care about this group necessarily, but yeah, I think Exile should have won for this one, which leads us into next pop solo performance, which was Harry Styles with Watermelon Sugar. Now, I'm glad Harry got his Grammy. I've covered this song before, and although it isn't my favorite off the LP, I gotta give it to him. Like, the guy knows how to write some hooks and some choruses that are really catchy. So, would I have gone with it? No, not necessarily. I would have picked Don't Start Now or maybe even Say So, but I see why you can make the case for Watermelon Sugar. Besides that, though, I know it's been overdone, but Yummy being nominated just makes me sick to my stomach. Probably the most generic, uninspiring, soul-sucking, uncreative song of 2020. And it made a Grammy, so, I mean, anything can happen nowadays. And it just would have been funny to see, like, Yummy win, but I don't want to get into that. Like, it's just going to say Grammy-nominated Yummy next to its name, which just makes me so angry. But um, I'm not really... I'm okay with this. I mean, it's fine. I mean, pretty good act. No, 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 what am I talking about? I liked Harry. I liked this song. So it's a pretty good win. And I would have picked Don't Start Now, but not angry about this whatsoever. Next, we got Pop Vocal Album, though. Let's go. Let's go. Future Nostalgia. I love it. I thought this was the easy choice to make. Anything else, I would have been mad. But Dua Lipa got her Grammy, which is what I wanted. Just how creative she is and how she fuses the old school and new school sounds with a glitterish feel is what makes it so great. And for what it's worth, I feel like Future Nostalgia was the biggest pop, like pop album. I mean, Future Nostalgia turns one week old this week, and I can't promise a review, but I would try and get it to you guys because this is genuinely one of my favorite first listens and experiences I had in music the whole week, the whole year, actually. So next we got um, Dance Recording slash Dance Electronic Album, which went to 10% by K-Tondra. The biggest thing is I'm really happy for Callie Uchis for getting her Grammy. I've covered her in the past on this podcast, and you guys know I'm a big Callie Uchis fan. But besides that, for what it's worth, my high featuring Slow Tie and Amine was my pick. And these two just bring out the best in each other. I mean, it's apparent and pressure in my palms. Even though Slow Tie's verse isn't even that long, it's just so perfect. And ultimately, though, I don't know too much about Tondra, which leads us to the next category, which is Dance Electronic Album which the winner was K-Tondra. And I'm not going to lie to y'all, I haven't even finished the record. So as a whole, I'm not going to go too in-depth. But I did like the ARCA record a bit more. But again, I don't really want to talk to you guys about a section or something that I wasn't really knowledgeable about. So we're just going to skip to the next one, which is Best Rock Performance, which went to Shamika. Now I'm okay with this one, um, because as far as I know, performance means the song as a whole. So like Record of the Year, where it's producers, engineers, etc. So I think this was honestly the best rock performance of the year and out of the nominations as well. And I would have liked to see it go to the Strokes if they were nominated, but it's whatever. Or even Gospel for a New Century by Eve's Tumor, but it's okay just out of the nominations. I think this was the best option. And I just think it goes a little bit south with the next one, which is best rock song. This one should have been Phoebe Bridgers with Kyoto. Maybe my favorite song of 2020. And if rock song has anything to do with songwriting, I think this one should have won. I touched this one on the last episode, but Phoebe approaches this song with the sadness and the story and her lyrics, but also the horns and the glamorous instruments. And it just feels like one of those laugh off your pain jokes, but as a song. 
The winner was Stay High by Brittany Howard, which I don't hate it. I just think it would have been like my third pick out of the nominations, so I'm not really too sure what they were doing here necessarily. I would have even been happier with Shamika winning it. So, yeah, not really a big fan of this one, but a big fan of the next one, which is Best Rock Album. The Strokes won it with The New Abnormal, and I think this was a clear-cut best choice, especially when they didn't even put like Punisher and Fetch the Bolt Cutters, which were in the alternative section, which I'm glad they did since it just might have felt a bit out of place on this list. I guess the only like one thing that would have challenged it would have been the Eve's Tumor record if it even was nominated, but it wasn't. So I didn't really expect anything else from this award except the Strokes winning it, which I'm happy for them. But finishing off, I want to talk about the whole get the Strokes off of TikTok thing. I know you guys my age are seeing it and I've talked about it a lot if I'm your friend, but there's like this community on TikTok, which is like trying to keep the Strokes off of TikTok. And I mean, they won a Grammy, so I don't get the whole thing about that. But all I got to say is just let people enjoy their music. Don't hate people for liking what you like. And don't be one of those gatekeeping is okay people because it's just foolish. And I really can't stand that. I mean, no one is forcing you to stay on the music app. So whatever. I just thought that was kind of funny. But we still have a, um, a lot to get into. Like Best Alternative Album, which went to Fetch the Bolt Cutters. I'm not mad. I loved Fetch the Bolt Cutters and it was so critically acclaimed. So I get it. But I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been my pick. I mean, and I don't know if it's hot takey or whatever, but I think Punisher was a more enjoyable record and it was a better listen personally. So just take that for whatever you want to take it as. But to me, Punisher was more enjoyable and just, I mean, I would have liked Kyoto to win best rock song because I really think it was a better one. And that was Phoebe's best chance at a Grammy. So maybe I'm a bit salty about that, but either way, I just wish Punisher would have won. Besides that, though, this was a very stacked class, like with the new Britney Howard record, Howard record, the Slow Rush by Tame Impala getting nominated as well. So I really could have seen it gone anyway. But I mean, I'm okay with it. I just kind of, you know, my inner farb is channeling. But next is Best R&B Performance. I'm going to go over this one really quickly. I didn't think there was any competition at all. Black Parade by Beyonce was the pick. So next one is Progressive R&B Album, which went to Thundercat. It is what it is. And it is what it is is what the album is called, not my opinion on it. But um, I'm undecided on this one partly because I'm not sure why this category exists necessarily or what it really means. So I'm not mad at it, but I... Just for, so you guys know, I think it was the second best record. I really loved Ungodly Hour by Chloe X. Halley. And I would have liked to see Unga- Ungodly Hour win. But I mean, every song on there was like a banger too, a banger and a half. But hey, I'm not very mad about this one. I mean, I did like the album. So congrats to Thundercat for winning the Grammy. And now we get angry with best R&B album. After Hours wasn't even nominated. So it's beyond me, but... The Insanity, because the winner was Bigger Love by John Legend, which honestly was bad. I liked the um, Take Time by Giveon to win it, and I really thought it would have won, but I guess I really underestimated how much of a legend John Legend is in the music industry as a whole, and how much the Grammys favor him, so I guess that was kind of my fault. Besides that, though, none of these nominations were really of note to me, which is why I think After Hours was snubbed, because it was probably the biggest project 2020 and that's not even talking like about blinding lights which i can see being 
best pop song or best R&B performance since it was just like a mix of so many different things. And he pulls from 80s pops and it wasn't even nominated for like pop. So I don't know. I'm just confused. But congrats to John Legend, though. I just couldn't really wrap my head around the reasoning. Next best rap performance went to Savage by Megan Thee Stallion. And yeah, Megan Thee Stallion killed it. I see it for sure. This is the Beyonce remix. So that's important to add because it's yet another Grammy for Beyonce. But I definitely understand it. I mean, the song was huge on TikTok for a while. And Beyonce killed it. And so did Meg, honestly. Otherwise, I was rooting for the bigger picture because I think the lyrics and the social statement on it were just amazing, or even the box because the song was big as well. But I think recency bias may have kicked in a bit because the song, the box, feels like years ago now with how fast things move. Even Deep Reverence by Big Sean and Nipsey Hussle would have been a great pick as well. So I was rooting for pretty much all of them besides Dior by Pop, Pop Smoke, which I wasn't really hot on out of these nominations. But I mean, I gotta say, great choices for this section. Next, we got Best Melodic Rap Performance, which we definitely picked things up with um, Lockdown by Anderson Pack, which I really wanted to win from the start. Again, like I was saying with the bigger picture, um, just the statement on social issues on this one was huge. And Anderson on this track just comes across super groovy and as melodic as ever. So this was a clear favorite if we were really talking about a melodic track in general. Besides that, though, again, I would have been happy to see the box win, but I understand it completely. I mean, this was some hard competition to go against, and I'm glad it won. Next, we got Best Rap Song. Okay, so this highlights songwriting, and I don't really see it. From my understanding, it's like rock performance and rock song and record of the year and song of the year, which is one commemorates songwriting, and I hate to go against Meg because I love Megan Thee Stallion, and I probably seem like such a Megan Thee Stallion hater from this episode. But I really think the bigger picture was a vastly more impactful and one of the best written songs of the year, especially out of this list. I mean, I think that especially since Savage won Best Rap Performance, it would have been fine if Lil Baby with this one would have won Best Song. So besides that, though, three Grammys for Megan Thee Stallion. I mean, wow. And this was just Megan's year, and it was pretty obvious she was going to be winning a lot this year. So I'm not really mad about it. I just kind of wish the bigger picture would have won for this one. Next, we got best rap album of the year. Now, this was probably one of the worst. I think the worst decision of the night. Actually, no, I said the worst decision was record of the year. And I stand by that. But this was probably a second. So I just don't see it with this one. I mean, King's Disease won. Or I don't want to get into a lot because I love Nas. And I think he deserved a Grammy, just not for this one necessarily. I think Alfredo was the winner from the start. I honestly think this was one of the worst nominations, too, because it was fourth on the list of them for me. I love Nas, and I'm not really mad that he won the Grammy. It just speaks more of that they felt bad than... They they were just trying to pity Nas in a way, and I didn't really like that, especially since Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs was such a good album, and everyone loved it to win. So um, besides that, though, I'm... Just not really a fan of the album anyways. Like I said, it was fourth on the whole list for me. So, yeah. Sorry, Freddie. But good job to Nas. Either way, you got your Grammy. Congrats. Next, I just want to go over some of the big nominations. A couple little things that I wanted to shout out. Like the metal section. I liked the body count record. But kind of bummed that Underneath by Code Orange didn't win. Um, Next, we got Kanye winning Best Contemporary Christian Album with Jesus King, which I thought was hilarious. 
And shout out Bad Bunny for winning the best Latino pop record. I would have given it to the Lito Pimienta record, but that's besides the point. And that's pretty much it. I hope you guys really enjoyed my takes and I hope you guys really enjoyed the episode. I hope you guys tune in later and for future episodes and peace.